Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Rolling. You're rolling. Well, I'm rolling too. Everything's rolling. Cards rolling. Money's flowing. Go. All right, I'm not going to do the whole thing. <laughs> I really thought you was about to go in. I was not going to do the whole thing. You know what happens when you go all the way? You rise up. God damn it. You really were not going to let me get through there. Why? 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 Like, come on. Let's. Alright, alright, I'll be a good sport. We run! Alright, the moment's gone. <laughs> yep, no, you missed it. The train has rolled out of the station. Snoop Dogg has found me the last three days in a row. It's This this game is like kind of pointless at this moment. It's getting ridiculous. He's everywhere. <laughs> anyway, we have Jam back in the house. Hey, returning guest. I think our... First one that's not your fiance? <laughs> Damn, no, that is true. Yeah, you are our first returning guest, Joe. Hey, <laughs> However, since the first time it was only unlocked. half of the flood, <laughs> when we yeah. bring guests on here for the hosts for the first time, <laughs> we like to know what everybody's hill they want to die on is. But since we flood everything, that hill's got to float. So, what is your island? And please don't have it be food-related. Man, it ain't even gonna be food-related. It's gonna be car-related. Yes! Car-related. Car-related, man. Because I was Ooh. just thinking, man. Something for you motorheads. Hey. Tell them what's on your mind, Jam. Americans can't build BMWs. Ooh. We can't. Ooh. Like, I don't understand. Yo. I will attest to something. My, the Jetta I have right now, flawless. Made in Germany. My mechanic friend told me he's like the giveaway is if the rivets are on the outside. It's not a BM, it's not a Volkswagen made in Germany. My old one had the rivets on the outside and was made in Mexico and had constant problems. <laughs> man, Damn. all those German engineered cars, man. It's like yeah. there are yo German over engineered cars. Over engineered, yeah. <laughs> like they are trash Pristine. cars. Like, those dealerships be so nice. You go into a BMW shop, be like, oh, yeah, this car's this, that, and third. German engineering, man. This shit was made in Detroit. Uh, <laughs> hey, like, leave Detroit hell? alone. And the They're thing, working on it. And the thing is, if you get a domestic, a foreign car made domestically, then the price should represent the car being made domestically. Right. Tell me why anytime you have a BMW problem, it's like, you're not just going to be at $500. You're going to no. be at like two, three grand. I can attest problems. to that with Volkswagen. You need that BMW oh, oil. Yeah. Look, you, you know what the thing is? BMW brakes. It's like German cars moves. are so engineered at times. The cup holder. The fucking cup holder. Yeah. In my car. Talk about it. <laughs> You would click something on the dash, and it would shoot out, and it was like three different hinges of plastic that came down to yeah. hold your cup that, by the way, barely holds a big gulp. Well, I had, I mean, there's a every single time I would get my car out from the mechanic from a catastrophic repair, like whole electrical system goes up. I would pull out Shit. and like the fucking cup holder would break. And I'm like, are you serious? I just want a hole. Like a literal hole. <laughs> I think a lot of people want a hole, yeah, but it's like, yeah. nah, everybody can get a hole, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you said it. There's an innuendo in there somewhere. Uh, There's definitely an innuendo right there, but, yo, so like... talk, yeah. But, yo, man, like, I, I just hate how 
like our society is so stuck on labels mm. the fact that like these german companies can get away was like if like i got i got okay while i was in the military i actually had people i had um my supervisors that Time out. I would like to Germany. say that there is a point where we don't let Germany get away with stuff. Historically. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. We don't let Germany get away with certain things, but Germans can make good cars, and yo, getting a BMW in Germany, it's like, yo, you getting a well-made car. Getting a BMW out here, it's well-made for about a year or two until you gotta <laughs> drop your first band, first two bands, first three yep. bands, getting a window, getting a window repaired, getting um, getting a brake repaired. And it's all about the recidivism. Like, you, right. you gotta keep coming back. And we, we don't, why would we wanna sell you a quality made product? Then you won't have to buy more things from us. We need you to continue buying things from us. You know who else has that? to treat the disease and to cure it. Yes, and you know who else has that business model? Who? Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Take a bite. <laughs> yeah, it's Yo. really fucking hard to crack open an iPhone, isn't it? Yeah. Android, throw that shit on a heating pad. Crack it open with a guitar pick. <laughs> Yo, I'm look, every Apple product, right? They got specific screws in their laptops. You gotta buy a whole like brand new kit for just to open that shit. Or just up. be really patient with a knife. <laughs> No, but the crazy thing about that is that there's actually a bill in Congress going on right now. Um, I need to do my research and do more details, but it's the right to repair. And what I've been told mm. is the fact that Apple is fighting this tooth and nail. And the biggest red flag you should have is the fact that you got a tech company that's fighting tooth and nail for the consumer that buys the product right. not to be able to repair the product. If I spend a thousand dollars on a motherfucking computer, then what I should be that? able to what, do whatever the hell I want a computer. If I want to, if I want a jacket across the room, well, if I want to take it apart, if I want to sleep with a computer, like this is by all means, this is my business because I dropped that one thousand. Did you really fit it in USB drive though? Hey man. <laughs> Some people, man. Look, man, them fucking computers is more than... All right, that was bad. (laughs) That was bad. Some people... I was trying to to move away from it, right? Look, some of the computers go for what, like, a used Honda goes for, yo. And you're telling me (laughs) I could buy a used Honda for that price and repair it my damn self. Right. But I have to bring this computer back to the geniuses every time I need, like... Just a slight upgrade on my like memory card or something like that. Get well, the if there's anything we've learned from Twitter, anybody can become a genius from YouTube. Right. And another thing, uh, I just want to field in a nutshell. I just want to segue into support your small businesses. Um, go to the other computer shops, our local computer shops, before you go straight to Apple. Because nine times out of ten, the um, the people in those local Google shops Maps. are just as knowledgeable, if not more knowledgeable, than some people that work in the Apple store. Yeah, and so. they're not they're not gonna upsell you on the latest Apple Care product. They're not gonna make you walk out of there with a warranty or try to sell you a computer, a laptop sleeve. I bought <laughs> right. a fucking Switch game at Walmart, and they were like, "Do you want to put a warranty?" And I'm like. You serious? It's a fucking little <laughs> SD card. <laughs> no! Capitalism! Yo. Milky for every <laughs> last cent that drip out that teat. Come on, man. Anyway, right, I'm right. saying this floats as fuck. Oh, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> this is a rubber ducky, son. This ain't an This might one. this might be like a hovercraft. <laughs> Have you ever been in one a of those? A German-made hovercraft. <laughs> have you ever... I know you have, Mr. Military. <laughs> what? Rode in one of them hovercraft joints, like them... What is them, <laughs> them, yeah, them inflatable water joints. It looks like they're, like, flying on, like, 
inner tubes. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Shoot, um, actually, I know, um, I know, like, one of the bases out there, like, that's, like, their thing, like, those whole rafts. They train yeah. people to do yeah. the whole, like, the, the rafts or whatnot, and... It's like that SEAL Team 6 shit. Yeah, I remember I was I met a girl out there that was, like, trained for that, and it's just, like, all they do is, like, they train, teach you how to swim, teach you how to, like, make the boats, repair the boats and everything, and then they send you off some random-ass country. <laughs> it's like okay cool I got the train now what, the, what am I gonna do alright cool off to Poland yep <laughs> we want you to take this craft and, and you're like and you look and you're like I just learned all this stuff about swimming in boats yeah, but there's hardly Poland is almost completely landlocked damn that's what I was gonna say now you're gonna send me to Afghanistan what the fuck what am I gonna do with it hey man if, hey, if there's a river there's a stream there's a boat fix it shoot you know? <laughs> Hey, you don't question. You just get to a point at one time. You just don't question military logic. It's just like you yeah. just gotta do it. Yep. I, I'm here for four years. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So mm. hey, let's go. Let's that do it. That part. That part. That's a whole different discussion to be had right there. Uh, I wonder how many people was in the military with that kind of attitude, Joe. Like fuck it. And then, and then it ain't, it ain't. you want me to to go to the Banana Republic? Why? All right. <laughs> So I got some lighthouse oh, updates. United Fruit needs some land? All right. <laughs> I got some lighthouse updates. Let's go. So we said that there's no way the bag could be big enough to get Floyd. Well, the bag was big enough to uh, get Floyd to fight Logan Paul. Make me eat my words once again. I cannot believe this is happening. I Hold on. That was me that said that. Was it? Oh, was, that was me that said that. That said that? I mean, you got to realize I, I, mark for everything, man. I mean, like we said on that same pot, Floyd will fight anybody. If the bag is big enough. I cannot believe that the bag is big enough for Floyd to fucking fight Logan Paul, yo. Like, it's just absurd. I'd rather watch Floyd fight a kangaroo. I think that... <laughs> How much do you think you'd have fight? to get paid for that shit? He'd do it! I think Tyson's fighting Holyfield on the same card. Yo, I, like, I was talking to my boxing homies... Listen, the, Tyson, like, Tyson Holyfield 4? <laughs> Hey. For the Black Lives Matter again? For emphasis, Bell? This is like Logan's second fight. Meanwhile, Floyd has steadily been ducking Terrence Crawford, who has been calling him out since before he retired. How and old is Floyd now? Now, we, we do have to put into a certain account how old Floyd Mayweather is. Fun fact, Floyd's birthday and my birthday are the same day. Oh, shit. You so, know that, but you don't know how old he is? I think, he's, I think he's 50. All I know That's is that I, I don't know... All I know is that I don't know nothing. A little Operation Ivy. That's cultural. <laughs> that's cultural as fuck. Oh, he's only 43. Okay, 43. Yeah. Okay, I was off by So boxers can years. fight from what I remember. <laughs> like, they can fight in their 40s. I mean, yeah, fucking Bernard Hopkins is still fighting, and I want to say he's like 50-something. And I want to say Bernard Hopkins is still fighting well. The other thing is people forget Floyd's a really defensive boxer. Yeah. yeah. Like, j like, yo, whatever Paul's like, fighting pe him. People talking about, like, Floyd getting knockouts like crazy. No, Floyd will just take those points. Yeah, like, buddy, you can't hit Buddy. He's too quick. He's too quick. That's his whole, and, like, people will always... Floyd's going to live the dream of hitting Logan Paul in the face. Yeah. <laughs> people always say Floyd's fights are boring because of that, right? Like, as they say, you know, he dances around the ring too much. He doesn't actually get in and fight. And that was, like, the thing he did against Connor because everybody was like, oh, he's just going to run away from Connor the entire time. And Floyd, like, really got up in the mix with that shit. But 
with this Logan fight, no, he gonna go right he's back. He's gonna to, beat the <laughs> shit out of him. He gonna go right back to tagging and running, tagging it. He gonna hit him a couple of times, then he gonna run away. He gonna counter a punch, tag him a couple of times, come back in, get some Mortal Kombat and combos. I'm in pretty there. sure he's gonna. He's gonna beat the shit out of him just for emphasis. For everybody. <laughs> like, like for Connor. Everybody. Like we all were like, this is easy money for Con- for for Floyd over Connor. Yeah. Connor at least fought in some capacity. Right. <laughs> it, um. He tried. Hey. He tried. I don't. I don't see that going well. No. We're talking about Floyd Mayweather, fighting dude that went to Japan two. and pissed off so many people. Yo, he's had two. Sanctioned official fights. This is like gonna be his third fight, and he's I don't going know to why he signed Floyd up to Mayweather. do this. I mean, Floyd. Why wouldn't he? Literally, Floyd it's just his wants the third back. fight. Think about the publicity behind that, right? Now, everybody. Think about the embarrassment too, though. He's, it's not. It's not. Because it's supposed to happen. Like you feel me? It's just like it's, exactly. It's like you're you're going on TV. Like these YouTube reality TV stars do a whole bunch of publicity stuff to embarrass themselves. There's no difference with this boxing match except a sixty million dollar right tag there. On That's the point right there. He's already built a career off of embarrassing himself. <laughs> we are. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we're buying that pay-per-view. I'm not. <laughs> I'll buy that pay-per-view. I will bootleg the for fuck out of that shit. the Snoop Dogg commentary. I didn't pay for Floyd versus Connor. I watched somebody pretend to live stream gameplay. <laughs> My man had a controller in his hand the entire time in the Floyd and Connor fight. Like, he was in the, like bottom right hand corner like he was streaming gameplay and the Floyd and Connor fight was up behind it and he holding the controller and playing that shit I mean, I mean no, like, no I mean like there's been a time on Twitch like I have a Twitch account I barely ever use it but I'll like message Zach and he'll like not have cable and I'll be like well do you want to watch the Sixers game yep. and I'll just throw the Sixers game up on my live stream hoping that they don't notice and then I'll be like oh shit I'm getting more viewers for this than that's I have for anything else no, that's when you have to enter the chat and you're like keep it low keep it on the down low guys don't, don't blow up the spot <laughs> alright couple of other Lighthouse updates uh, Big Bang Theory has 279 plus episodes and MASH has 255 I am Really Wait, run those numbers back one more time. Mash has 255 episodes, and Big Bang Theory has 279 plus, huh. and I am ashamed to say that. I thought Big Bang Theory ended. I wish it did. I thought it did end. It's, it's such a bad perception of my people, and by that I mean nerds. <laughs> it is a very terribly stereotyped like depiction mm-hmm. of nerds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it makes it makes me hurt. It's also not fully representative because I mean, like, yes, they have like an Indian dude and like an Asian guy, but where are the black nerds at? Where are the blurs at? Where's the blur representation in Big Bang Theory? Like, I mean, there's no Neil deGrasse Tyson on that show. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of there. You know why? Because the blur I, wouldn't get I went along. To a, with I went to a gorillas concert, why. and there were plenty of people in that crowd who would have fit that bill. I'm just saying, the Blurred probably wouldn't have gotten along with Sheldon's bitch ass. Speaking <laughs> of gorillas, Blur. Hey, yo, Sheldon, um, he was the same dude that was in that Netflix series, Hollywood, right? 
Sheldon from Big Bang Theory? Or was I, that another actor? I think that's another actor. You said yeah. Netflix series Hollywood. Yeah, no, because I remember one of the dudes that was on Big Bang Theory, like, he had a, did an incredible job with his role in Hollywood. Hmm. And, yo, watch Hollywood on Netflix. It's pretty so, awesome. right, <laughs> the, the terrible thing is, is, is it, uh, they're, like, plug. completely socially awkward, terrible nerds, just, like, stereotypical. And I'm just like, I am an unapologetic nerd, and I am still willing to pull up, like, Kobe when it comes to anything. It is uh, Jim Parsons. Uh, the dude who played Sheldon in uh, yeah. Big Bang Theory plays Henry Wilson on uh, Hollywood. Yeah, okay. he you killed. Said, he killed his role. He killed that role. Okay. He killed his role, man. I should say, yeah, Hollywood is definitely, like, you going to watch it. Like, some of the themes are going to catch you off guard, but it's like one of the stories you just got to just, just watch the story, man. Okay. Really but yeah, okay. it's like, a real big disappointment. Would you, hold on, wait, would you say it's binge worthy or would you say take your time with it? I mean, you can do either or. It's definitely binge-worthy, but, I mean, the series was only, like, what, eight episodes, I think? Nicely done. (laughs) Nicely done. (laughs) It goes into something we were going to talk about a little bit later. We're talking about shows that, like, are worth the slow burn, like, taking your time with, like, watching an episode. Perfect example would be Game of Thrones. Yeah. The last major piece of monoculture. Or do you binge it all the way through, like, you know, like a Stranger Things or, like, a Trailer Park Boys, that kind of shit. There's also cultural... (laughs) Or Big Mouth. There there are uh, cultural shows like that, like Power. Right. Right, where that one I feel like you don't binge power. You watch an episode or two with that at a time. You yeah. let it digest a little bit. You come back to it. Shoot, you binge all CW series. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Like, You're like, I need something that. to watch on Netflix, but I don't want to, like, not have something to watch. Right. Supernatural? <laughs> What's oh this about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those creature feature episodes, like, you know, that, like, X-Files shit, like, that creature of the week shit, that kind of stuff you can Supernatural is the one piece of American pop culture. Mm-hmm. Shit. That's accurate. Is that a good take? I feel like that's, that's accurate. Is that a good take? That is, a, that is definitely a good take, because, I mean, they got 17 seasons, man. That's it's like, yo, 17? Like, Family Guy got money. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, they'd be like, new season of Supernatural starts tonight. I'm like, that show's still fucking on? Like, people is watching that shit? That's tight. I mean, it's a good show, but... It is a good show. It's still running. No, I thought it was over. No, nope. another one. I, I got another like new is... season notification on Netflix for Supernatural. One of them things that just won't end. You'd be like, <laughs> this is the movie? series that doesn't like end. The right? Like I'm like, follow demon. But you know what's wild, Sam? Again. You know what's wild though? What? That the creators of Supernatural cre- um, are the writers for the boys, and they're now just taking all the characters. Supernatural, just bring him to the boys. What? <laughs> For real? I did no, not know that. Jensen Eccles is about to be in the third season of the boys as um what's his name? That oh, was my alright, no. Damn. Could you see this? Like we did a we did a title shift and uh I would see like when when somebody told me recast Captain America, and I personally think he is a better fit for Captain America. But Jensen Eccles is Captain America. Yeah, Jensen Eccles, if they ever mm. did, I think Jensen Eccles would have been a better Captain America. Like he was in the running for Captain America back in the day, and then you know, Chris Evans, he's just like, you know what, I I don't want to do no more Marvel films. You know, I'm just gonna do screen test the outfits and boom. Ten years later, he's Look, like, if I was right, Jensen, right. if I was Jensen Eccles, I would have walked in to that. Um, that uh, casting call and I would have done my thing and then knowing Chris Evans 
was the run was also in the running, I would have put a DVD in there, and it's just not another teen movie, and be like, look, you're gonna <laughs> cast him. You, yeah. you won't let that go, yo. <laughs> He's like, no, look at this man. <laughs> that should be the first Fantastic Four, and be like. You want to give him another shot? Is this your king? Is this your king? <laughs> Is this your king? Yeah, they announced that they won't recast him in the upcoming Black Panther film, and it just makes me so I was. And I don't know if they're gonna have Shuri back either. Yeah, did you see that, that pop shit? culture? That Shuri like out. anti-vax. Yeah. yeah, yeah, her whole anti-vax, anti-trans rant she went on, or like she posted some video and went on a rant about that shit. I mean, the, no, she's I'm, confirmed to Letitia Wright is still confirmed to be in the Black Panther sequel. They're saying that. What? But what about Letitia fucking Lewis? <laughs> Sir. Journey Smollett. <laughs> oh, Yo, okay. Let's let's stay on the Black Panther subject before we go to yeah. Because, because I actually got a whole story about the whole. Smollett I'm sure. I'm sh- we talked much about Lovecraft Country on here, but um, from what I read, I believe it was a Variety article. They're going to focus on the world of Wakanda more so than I guess a lot of the characters and stuff like that but um probably a good is take. gonna be like I'm, most of the characters from the movie will be returning um it looks like they've lined up I forget who the actor is that they've got but Spectre is gonna be the one oh, of the main antagonists um, somewhat movie. related note I remember hearing a while ago given his age while they were doing all of this they've actually pre-recorded a lot of Stan Lee cameos hmm. for movies. I'm not sure oh, if yeah, that's no, true I not. feel like I did hear that they planned and recorded a lot of the, at least, I believe, up to, what are we in, phase three now? Phase so four. We phase are four. in phase four, so yeah. I think this will be the end of his cameo features. Because yeah. I think they have them recorded up through phase four. And then, yeah. Stanley was, I think, 91 when he died, so. Hey, hey, we can replace those cameos with Deadpool. <laughs> so, no, no, I'm, I'm we said that. the three things I'm that bind that. everything together are Deadpool, Stanley, and Thanos. And now, Spider Man. Well, you saw in the DC, or the Disney Plus drop, that they are. So, WandaVision is slated to come out January 15th. Like, couple let's, weeks. Let's hold on to Disney weeks. Drop. Because there is a I long mean, yeah, list. We're talking we can... about Marvel, so we might as well run through that, right? Like, um, but they're also doing the What If series, which is going to feature the Watcher going through all kinds of different alternate timelines. And That's going like to be that. so good. Yeah, yo, I'm, I'm waiting to see. If what you were going to cast, if I was going to cast the Watcher in the MCU, it would be Peter Dinklage. Hugh Dinklage is already the the big dude though. Oh fuck! That's you're right. right. Yeah, I was, yeah, damn it! He, he, he made the he made the hammer. I mean the the, the Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yeah, my yeah. fault. My fault. No, you you good? Yeah, he made Stormbreaker. But I mean, this opening up the what if timeline, I think, is going to allow them to transition the way they need to into Phase Four because this is the Thor, type of shit that makes Star Wars and canon with the MCU. And then, like I told you, they're going to find some way to make real-life canon with the MCU. Well, I think they're preparing themselves for uh, DC, because DC looks like they're getting ready to retcon a whole bunch of their uh, 
Um, there's we shows. done goof. Now, one thing <laughs> I'm gonna say about the whole thing, we gotta really pay attention to what's going on with that whole Marvel. I mean, um, the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. Yeah. I think because I was just watching like the CW and how they just retconned everything. It was Earth Prime. Right. Like, yeah. I think Marvel's actually heading on to do something like that, where they can bring back the mutants, they can bring the vampires, exactly. they can bring all this other stuff. And Doctor Strange. I mean, broke. they got Blade yeah, playing with Mahershala Ali. Whoo, that's gonna be it, good. It, just, but but they also got my man Jonathan Majors getting ready to play Kang the Conqueror in the new Ant Man and the Wasp. Also, they got Nia DaCosta directing Captain Marvel too. Yes. Yeah, and there's there's also talk that they might be recasting Captain. And Lucius Fox's son, Tim Fox, is set to become the new Batman. In the comic books, though, I don't oh, know yeah. if they're gonna. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna run that in their like actual media production line. But yeah, I, I sent, I, I sent you that article. Right? Dude, I can't believe we traded y'all the draft rights to Batman. Black no. Batman. <laughs> now here's here's another here's another take that I heard from someplace that you know with the X Men story. And Captain, one of the Captain Marvels, we might get Rogue in one of the Captain Marvels sooner than later because you know mm. how, like, they're bringing... Yeah, they're Rogue, bring Rogue absorbs the second Captain Marvel's ability. Yeah. Like, all her, like, all her powers. So and then that's when, that's when Rogue becomes, like, truly godlike. Which yeah. is why Rogue was the key of our whole MCU versus DBZ debate. Right, yeah. The yeah. whole game plan like, was, at the start of it, was to have Rogue... Grab on the Nightcrawler. He blinks straight up as soon as that timer goes. Locates Jiren or Goku. <laughs> blinks right onto them. And the whole Nightcrawler was a strategy pick because there's no flying, but you can teleport. That teleport off that stage. Grab your homie. Bring it right back. Shoot, that would actually be overpowered. But yeah, no, like we went into this and we weren't like we were, we weren't trying to figure out how to beat Goku with Jiren. We were trying to figure out how to win. <laughs> that, that part, because it's all about lasting the time, right? Yeah, no, like, the whole thing was, our joke was, like, we're going to have, like, seven of our people, like, sitting there, like, with, like, marshmallows on a campfire, like, it's the freaking Phantom Troop from Hunter, while Goku and Jiren beat it out, Tiber runs out, and they're like, did I win or did Jiren? They're like, there's, like, seven MCU people over there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Did you just forget about them? And then they're like, well, I guess Professor X just did a psychic block on us all. Professor X wasn't in our final lineup, but I mean, that was my whole rationale behind bringing the guy in a wheelchair. I'm just waiting to see what they're going to do, because, you know, they're talking about with the WandaVision and every, uh, that dropping, that they might do the whole House of M storyline. Yeah, I mean, that that would be a reasonable way to bring, bring in. Bring in the mutants and everything. Yeah. yeah so. And still have huge X. Instead of saying no more mutants, being like, bring back the mutants. You realize that, like, right. at this Since point... Thanos snapped everything out of existence. Now you realize that Hugh Jackman is going to be the the, the glue. I feel like I saw that they were getting ready to recast him, too. They're yeah, not going to not have Hugh Jackman show up as Wolverine right. at some point. But they're trying to say, like, I keep seeing these forms. Like, yeah, Carl Urban would be a great, would be a great Wolverine. I mean, he'd be good, but it wouldn't be as good as Hugh Jackman. Um, what's his name? Um, Leave Schreiber. I mean, he would look more like Sabretooth, but I could. I yeah, could, I could. I could see that. I could see that too. But yeah, it's just like there's not going to be a character like you'd have to dynamically change the whole character. And plus, like Wolverine's a midget. That's another thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, and Canadian. Yeah. 
you'd have to, you'd have to, like, yeah. I mean, Spider-Man's supposed to be short too, but you know, Spider- yeah, Spider-Man. Tom Holland, feet. yeah, Tom Holland, like six foot, like. <laughs> it was a uh, Charlie Hunnam, the dude from um, the King Arthur remake or whatever. It was. Also, it's not hard to hide somebody's height. Tom Cruise has been doing it for thirty years. <laughs> yeah, shoot, you might as well get put him Tom in Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise, get him in the yellow and blue spandex. Come on. <laughs> you know that when you're using Photoshop and you hit the scale button. <laughs> And they're like, you always want it locked. But then you're like, you know what? I really got to stretch yeah, this out. Just just a couple. Just add a couple. And on that note, I think it's break time. Break time. I got uh before we do, or after we do, I have one more Lighthouse update. And then we go into the meat and potato. DC4 the other night. Um, so there's a community service event on my fraternity was doing. It was weird. One of my um one of my big bros, he's a cop, right? And he was like and he was saying, Hey, uh, why don't you come out and take some pictures of this community service event we're doing? Alright, cool, what time? Eleven. Eleven AM? Eleven PM. Oh. Nigga, what? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to come? You want me to come? What part of DC at? What time of night? Alright. So we're we community Was it more than a thirty minute drive? I mean, was, I'm a friend. My, friend, my friend Keontae told me, he's like, look, you measure it. But is it more than 30 minutes? Hey, my, yo. If it's more than 30 minutes, I need something for it. My little bro picked me up, so. Yeah, like, I wasn't even driving. I wasn't even driving. They like, just wanted me to take pictures. So pretty much what the, um, that event was, was we were giving out like these, um, these bags to the homeless people. Give okay. us the bag. <laughs> and the, the thought concept was wild because you give, we were giving out these bags, and you know these people were actually in their tents. They was asleep. Yeah. They was like they was on the streets. They was sleep, so they was actually there. So you know he was able to be like, yo, hey, get some food, get some stuff. Oh, and shit. they also got like a whole bunch of shoes, and they was giving yeah. out shoes to people. That's what's up. And yo, my event was really well. gig in DC is much different. I'll tell you after that. Bro, mm-hmm. I got stories for days too, man. We could trade yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that what is a crazy state. Oh, it's how I focus. Yeah, we were just handing out bags, and, and you know, it's just one of the crazy things that, you know, you got Tent City, man, all the way yeah. over there by, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, uh Union Station. Yeah. Um, we were just going in Northeast. We didn't even hit Southeast or Northeast. Um, and we were just going in, like, you know, we was in, like, a convoy of cars. It was, like, yeah. eight cars just following each other. Mm. We just stopped in front of it. That some of the people deep. got scared, like, yo. Right. We got a load of some people. I'm like, yeah. man, we was, we was deep because it was about 60 brothers there. And we were just handing out bags, just, oh, here, bag for you, bag for you. So we helped out a lot of people. But, you know, home, the homelessness in D.C. is actually getting kind of crazy. And it's just like, you know, property in D.C., because it's so small, it's already dumb expensive. Right. And it's like, you got a lot of displaced people. We need to find some place. So it's just like, you know, everybody deserves to at least have a roof under their head. So no, absolutely. Facts. Man. Facts. Yeah, man. Bare, bare necessities. Food, water, and a Shelter. roof. Yeah, yeah, man. And it's like with this whole COVID thing going on still these moratoriums on you know these rent freezes is getting ready to be up and you getting ready to see more homeless people out there on yeah. the streets because they gonna have to pay all of that shit back i got the notification that the unemployment ends at the end of the month it's, so that's yeah, great it's getting rough out there man but i'm i was glad to see y'all out there doing that shit especially while at the same time last night or not last night but uh, no the night after yeah. oh my god i'm glad we didn't we picked friday nights to a saturday oh, night. okay so god yeah, yeah, i'm meeting yeah, in the maggots Fucking thousands of them, man. And it's like, I, I'm just, 
thousands of them, and only four people got stabbed and one person yeah. shot. And several people were injured. <laughs> several people. Like, and a lot of them were arrested. Yeah, one of my little bros got jumped by one of them. By them. Damn, for real? Yeah, like he was trying to help somebody because it was a video. Like he yeah. was trying to help somebody. Yep. There's a video of everything caught. when this shit goes down. Yeah, he got he got caught in the mix and it's like, you know, pop the shoulder out of place and everything. Shit, yeah. yeah. They, they, man, look, these maggots ain't playing. Hey, you maggots understand. He's out here sounding off. And the Proud Boys was out there being them normal, reckless selves. By the way, how has nobody said maggot? Or like, trumpet. <laughs> like this whole trumpet I've heard. How has nobody said maggot? <laughs> That's still it, it look, can be kinda offensive with the hey, other Twitter, You tour can steal like that. that one too. <laughs> I mean, but it's, I feel like it's intended purpose is to be slightly derogatory, yeah. you know? I mean, look at the way they be talking about the left, son, and I mean... However, we talked about last week, if they're talking about that left, I'ma just sit by and eat popcorn. That's far left. That that dude is talking about extreme wealth redistribution. And know? that's exactly what I'm talking about. If that's the left that they're going to get, I'll sit and eat my popcorn. I'm whereas I'm saying there's an argument for it. It's almost it's it's a pipe dream in this country at this point in time. That kind of wealth redistribution is a pipe dream in this country, especially when we're still still dealing with this pseudo fascist like regime that's slowly bubbling to the surface. In Hashtag the Civil War 2.0. And I'm just glad you didn't say Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, you know it totally was. No, those fucking. But that's one of these militants. These that's one of the militia groups, right? The Boogaloo Boys, because that's what they call it. Civil War 2, Electric Boogaloo. Well, no, I mean, like you know, it's the rule. Like anything that ends in two, you can just say electric boogaloo yeah but they've taken it and they've perverted it <laughs> oh man yeah. we're at a point now where i wasn't necessarily on the hype train for a civil war in america right because i just thought it was you know uh i just thought it was extreme talk you it know just went I mean? from white but, people profiting off of black culture to actually being white supremacy yeah and it's always been that way. White supremacy always has been. Man. And now Bang! we are, yeah, yeah, now shots are being fired. And that's how these civil wars start, man, is these little incidents here and there, like in Portland and in D.C., and then eventually whole zones are being taken over. I mean, they fucking tried to kidnap the governor of Michigan, yo. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, one thing I will say the, about surveillance. The Wolverine Warriors. Yo, you really got to be careful what you saying on these apps, on your phone. How many people did you report to the FBI yesterday? Hey, Ted, we're helping you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But, um, uh, what was I going to say, man? Uh... Yeah, just your privacy on these. Hey, just, all I'm gonna say is watch Snowden <laughs> on Netflix. Watch Snowden. Um, cannot confirm deny a lot of stuff, but stuff gets real, man. You just gotta be conscientious. That's the reason why it's just like you know, you try to plan anything against somebody of importance. Yo, before you even get the get the, get the squad together, man, you got the people raiding your house, man. So yeah. it's not worth it. That's not that's worth one it. thing I will give our Justice Department is that despite the current uh, administration, 
they have been very heavy-handed on... All those three Supreme Court justices were still like, dude, fuck off. No, I'm no, I'm talking about, like, cracking down on these white nationalist militia movements, yo. Like, they have got them under the... For the most part, it seems like they have got them under the radar. We haven't had a governor kidnapped yet. Well, and it's been there have been several none of these none of these major plans have been successful. So I guess you're right in that regard. These guys are fucking stupid. That part (laughs) that 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 stupid. Yeah, literally had a bunker. Underneath a rug. Well, the dude that was mailing all the fucking pipe bombs and somebody shit must have too. been watching Breaking Bad and been like, you know what? That's a good fucking idea. But that's it, right? They're all LARPing. They're all they like to pretend like they have military experience and stuff like that. Like the dudes who uh, held up that bird sanctuary out there in Oregon and stuff like that. Like all of them were claiming the that Northwest the, prerogative. Well, no, uh, fucking. Cliff and Bundy and all of them. Like, they got a whole bunch of people to come out and support them and actually hold up that sanctuary with them that all lied about the military experience they had, Joe. Like, it was like almost every single last one of them. I just I, I just feel it comes down to, like, an inflated sense of self. Like, people really be thinking that, you know, they want cause to get behind so they feel important when, you know, I think people just be having existential crisis is that, like, you know, their life's just, like, well, not where like, they want to be, you know? Exactly, but it, that's, like, the people who are, like, clamoring and waiting for a zombie apocalypse to happen, you know? Or people who want the purge to happen, and it's like... I have know, my zombie apocalypse plan, do you? Yo. So I'm gonna go hang out with my friend Francis. He's got a townhouse in my old neighborhood, and he's <laughs> armed to the teeth. Oh, anyway, so he lives in a townhouse. The plan is... We're just gonna get like some really nice speakers and put them in the mid-level and we're gonna turn the the downstairs into a ramp and just, you know, make sure that we (laughs) we shoot off enough zombies to where they're not like annoying with the sound, but not too many zombies to where they can pile on top of each other and start climbing. Let's see, see, but y'all talk about speakers and drawing the motherfuckers closer. My whole point though was (laughs) that people who are like, gnawing at the teeth for things like a civil war to happen or for like the purge to happen it's like i don't understand how your life is that boring that what you want is for the ultimate chaos to happen like stop turning these fucking movies and shit y'all watching off i feel like that's all it is right they stuck watching fucking white house down and they're like "Ooh, i just want i can't wait for my chance to be fucking john mcclain like goddamn, yo like cool i think you mean olympus has fallen and gerard butler i mean same i'm cross-referencing things aren't they the same movie Fuck. I mean, essentially, <laughs> one is like a sequel. Is Die it? Hard a Christmas movie? Die Hard is definitely a Christmas it's movie. Definitely a Christmas definitely. movie. Definitely. Official stance of the Flood Pod is Die, die Hard is a I Christmas movie. I mean, I movie. feel like that's the official stance of the internet at this it point. It should be. <laughs> like, it takes place on Christmas. It Christmas is a central theme of the movie. Since we're a couple of weeks away, we're like a week away from Christmas at this point, aren't we? <laughs> it's like, shit, today's the third. We're. Le- a literal little less than two weeks away. Yeah, twelve days. So the, on the twelfth day of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> what are your qualifications for a Christmas movie? Does it just have to take place on Christmas in order to be a Christmas movie? No, because Nightmare Before Christmas took place, I believe, on. No, it did take place during Christmas. What's your favorite Christmas movie, Jam? My favorite Christmas movie, Home Alone. Die Hard. Mm, mm. Home Alone, Home Alone too, man. Die Hard. Die Hard's great, but it's like, yo, it's like, come on, man. 
I think my favorite Christmas movie is Belly. Even though that's not technically like a movie on Christmas, but <laughs> Yeah, it's right up there. It's my also my favorite movie, but I also watch Belly on Christmas all the time. Man, come on, no one think it's better than that intro, that opening for um Belly. <laughs> come on, man. that is definitely top ten, one of the best opening scenes to a movie all of all time. Can I give a better a good opening scene even if it's from a video game? Alright. Final Fantasy VII intro. Wasn't that the the subway ride? Yeah, I mean, like, you have the, like, the soft piano, and then you see Aerith, and then oh, she flips yeah. out, and then you have the music, and then the train, and then you immediately jump off, and Barrett's like, fuck you, you suck. <laughs> and then Cloud's like, all right, bitch, watch me. <laughs> Come on, rookie. Come on, mercenary. Merc or whatever you call him. Yo, that Final Fantasy, um... I started, I, I started replaying Final Fantasy VII Remake last night. That game is... Awesome. It was, I best it was so that. like the the way I described it. It was everything I never Tear. knew that I wanted. Tear. But <laughs> and the thing is, we're gonna get two. We're gonna get at least two more parts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Real. And it's gonna make you buy a PS5. I was already gonna buy a PS5, but I mean, definitely. I told myself play. I will buy whatever system that remake comes out on to make sure I play it on opening night. I didn't buy a PS4 until like a month beforehand. Man, I bought my PS4 after it came out because, you know, yeah. it came out during COVID, so it was kind of hard to find a PlayStation 4. I bought mine for 150 bucks in a parking lot. Damn, 200 I got mine too. I just got your Facebook yeah. Marketplace, man. Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. That was Corona, though, so. Not only that, I got I got that for cheap, and then I sold my Charizard card for 350 bucks on Facebook Marketplace. Yo, you just some me. dude in Michigan. You just remind me, I got all my Pokemon cards. I know exactly where they are at my grandmother's house. Mm. I know. Like, You're, you you are actually sitting on a gold oh, mine right. now. This was yeah. a, look, I set up because I was like, oh, my man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like get to work, Before yo. it may have been a meme that, oh, yeah, I have all my... You may actually be sitting on a gold mine. Yeah, man, if I can find them Yu-Gi-Oh cards too, shit. You are not sitting yeah. on a gold mine with those. Not yet, 10 more years and we right. No, the Yu-Gi-Oh economy is completely fucked. Don't even get me down that road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Hey, but, yo, yeah, let's play. All right, so the Yu-Gi-Oh marketplace is, if it's, if it's good, they'll make it really, really rare. And then right before the new stuff comes out, that's even better, they'll reprint that old stuff. So now... Oh, it's you can get a copy yeah. of a card that was over a hundred dollars for a dollar. The original version shit. drops to like twenty. Yeah, right. Because I remember They're Exodia. The Exodia cards was rare as shit. Now yeah. that's there. There are a few exceptions, and right. that is cards that are printed. I think from before two thousand and seven that are iconic because two thousand. There's a, a an era in Yu-Gi-Oh history called Goat Control which is basically considered the pinnacle of constructed Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm. So people play that format basically stuck in a time capsule. Mm. Like, mm. no new cards are added, no cards are taken away. Like, this is the card pool you can build out. And there are, like, a surprising number of decks. But all of the cards from that era are worth a lot more because of the nostalgia factor. Everybody wants the original versions of those cards. Yeah. And I'm guilty of it, too. Like, I want, like, I told you, I built those carbon copies of Yu-Gi-Oh decks. Yeah. I want to get the original versions of all of the cards, so when I'm playing them, I'm playing the cards that I grew, grew up, up with. Yeah, I mean, that's nostalgia in a nutshell. But that's, an, that's one of the reasons that those types of Yu-Gi-Oh cards hold value. 
However, if you're talking about something like a Draco sack, the Yu-Gi-Oh players will understand this, you can get it for a dollar now. Tour Guide, how many times has it been reprinted? I'm surprised that they're still printing and making new Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, the game is completely unrecognizable at this point, but like that economy is completely fucked. However, with Magic and Pokemon, Pokemon has the extreme nostalgia factor. Like, yeah. like I said, if you could pick a thousand items to represent the 1990s, you cannot tell me that Charizard is not one of them. Yeah, every Charizard, because I, I might, no, I don't think I have a Charizard. I don't think I have, because I remember that card was so hard to get. I mean, I sold mine for 350 bucks. I'm sure, I remember when um, the holographic Charizard card, man, I remember that search stores had them. Like, you could buy that for 110 bucks. And yeah. that would be an investment. You know the wild shit about that? You say that, but I remember, God, it had to be, I think it was his ninth birthday, Derek got a starter deck, my brother got a starter deck, and two booster packs. Do you know that in every single one of those packs of cards was a holographic Charizard card? He got three holographic Charizard cards on his fucking birthday, yo. Holy and shit. I, and I'm sitting there seething, like, what? <laughs> So this actually brings me right back into a good Lighthouse update. So just like Pokemon cards have really blown up in value, Yu-Gi-Oh! old cards have really blown up in value. We have an entire nostalgia FOMO boom going on right now. I found out one of the old Fire Emblem games I had, which was worth like 150, now worth like 500. Shit. Um, Now the biggest example of it, we talked about last week about the price of my Magic cards. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yes, and- I did some math. The weight of a magic card is 1.814 grams. Now, gold is worth. Um, Come on, man, flip it. Gold is Let's- worth 59.14 dollars per gram. So if you convert that to the weight of a magic card, which is multiplying that number times 1.814, you get $107, rounded down. So um, so gold, it's a little more than $107 yeah. per weight of magic card. Per weight of magic card. So uh, I would also like to make note that plutonium was about $4,000 uh, a gram. Shit. So that means the weight of a magic card for plutonium would be $7,300. Hi, Ted. Uh, there are well over a hundred cards worth more than their weight in gold. I personally own... singular weight in gold. Yes. Right. I personally know off the top of my head that I own at least five that are worth more than their weight in gold. Which your entire deck, though... (laughs) Is not worth its weight in gold because the average cost per card is $30. Last time I checked, the card it might have gone If you could use alchemy to turn your deck into a brick of gold, what would the value of your deck be? Uh, I can pull up the list on my phone, uh, but if I had to ballpark it, it'd probably be about 3,000, maybe more. But the price of plutonium, by the way, uh, would be $7,300 per magic card, or for the weight of a magic card. And there are at least... I said at least five, but I looked earlier. It's actually at least 10 cards that are worth more than their weight in plutonium. There are 10 cards that are worth more than $7,300. Yes. There's actually one card that is a perfect 10 graded alpha black lotus 
at the, the only one that I know ex exists is on sale for, um, I think it was $100,000. Holy shit. It might, have, <laughs> it, it might have been a million. God damn. Man, that's Martin Scarelli or whatever his name is money. He, he actually, so no, like I've said before, people buy magic cards as a way to hide financial assets. They money launder through magic. That makes so much sense. <laughs> it's the only way this makes sense. Other than the Martin Screlly tried to buy a Black Lotus. I don't think Martin Screlly is a vintage player. No, there's no way. There's no way. This nostalgia boom, right? Like, I mean, at this point, I feel like it's a comfort thing, right? Like, everything, even outside of COVID, with like Trump and climate change and all that. Uh, the first thing I saw when I Googled uh, 10 graded Black Lotus. Um, well, there is no market price. There's only one Black Lotus listed on TCG Player, and it's moderately played, so it's not a 10, and it's $42,000. That's wild, man. That's um, Yo, like, you could literally sell, like, if you have one of those cards, you can literally is sell this shit and buy a fucking house. Like, so this is a 9.5 graded beta time walk, and time walk is worth maybe a third of a Black Lotus, and it is on sale for $50,000. Hey, Dan, I'm going to get my binder Pokemon cards, and I'm just going to have you appraise them, see if I can <laughs> get, Like, if I can get a couple dollars, because I don't think I have any, like, super... If you have a Charizard, you're, li you're looking at at least 100 bucks. Shoot, I don't think I got... For the Charizard alone. But I think I either got a Blastoise or a Venusaur. But, um... You got a Mewtwo in yeah, the so, You might be talking some money. So, um... <laughs> but you could probably buy, like, three square feet of Manhattan for the price of a black bonus. Wow, but what do you think <laughs> gives the cards those value aside from people laundering money through them, right? Like, cause it's kind of like the magic- As the popularity of magic rises, the more people are gonna wanna play. Regardless of how small that number is, that number exists of the people that wanna play to where they wanna play with the power nine and things that are that expensive. And these are cards with the same with the Pokemon have a limited supply that will never be replenished. All right, so if, if anything, ever, it'll only decrease. If I ever go back to the year 2000, 1999, I'm going to start buying magic cards. That's right. I'm right. going to invest in Facebook, Amazon, Apple. Bitcoin, Bitcoin, all that oh, stuff, yeah, get you some and buy Bitcoin. magic cards. Now, just go back and invest in Bitcoin, right? And then you can come back and buy all the magic cards and launder all your Bitcoin I'm money. pretty sure I'm not. I'm, I'm screwed. <laughs> I think I'm actually, I think I would straight up just legit buy magic cards. Yeah, because they cannot trace that. It'd be like, how did you get all of this? I'd be like, dog, I was really lucky with some booster packs. Bags. Like, They'll be like, what's your net worth? I'm like, I don't know. How much is a box of magic cards? $110? <laughs> Great. What's the value of those cards? Ow. Sorry, Jam. <laughs> My man knocked the board down and everything. How you gonna hit the board down? How you gonna cause structural damage to the set and hit your You guess. <laughs> it's because of a mess. You're not going to get that back up. You remember how long it took to get back up earlier? Hey, 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 don't doubt me. <laughs> hey, you dead face. This is your part to just ramble. <laughs> All I was saying is, well, one, I'm still trying, I'm stuck on trying to assume or figure out who is 
determining the monetary value of these cards, right? But the monetary value is determined by the three or four people who are currently selling it at the time. And what number they decide like put it. That's what I'm saying. It's all arbitrary. Man, shoot, man. Let me get Black Lowe's, man. That's 250000 <laughs> Yeah. I mean, so a moderately played card would be graded for probably at the lowest five at the top seven. And if that was $50,000, those last three points are huge. Those three points were the difference between my Charizard being worth 350 to my Charizard being worth 2000 Shit. Now we're talking about things. So Magic the Gathering is as old as I am. It is 28 years old. These cards, the Black Lotuses were printed three times in Alpha, Beta, and Unlimited. And they, so Alpha was printed probably at like 20% of what Beta was. And then Unlimited was probably printed like 50% more than that. So I, Magic was so small at the time. Yeah. That, that they weren't these printed. cards were just not in circulation. Yeah. So with 28 years going by so and the inevitable people who leave them in their jeans and get washed in the, yeah. This number has dramatically shrunk. So it's the rarity of the card. Yes, and, and, and the fact that it will, you're, it'll never be reprinted. Right. Like they legally, currently, legally cannot reprint the card. Yeah, like I said, you're gonna be my card appraiser because I said, I'm gonna get all my cards. I'm probably gonna stop by my house on my way back to my, I'm gonna stop on grandma's house on my way back to my house and just yeah, I'm gonna just covers. go to Fort Knox and be like here's all my Gaia's cradles but yo I wanna bring something that's up that's worth man. a thousand bucks each I wanna bring something up the biggest scam we ever did was trading our fucking games to GameStop mm. I'm not doing that with yes. I'm not doing that with the Playstation 4 Playstation 5 I sold my game collection for a couple hundred bucks too yo, and that I was all PS2 PS1 stuff now yo cause it's like all the PS1 games all the PS2 games which I still argue Select is the best game console PS1 ever. PS2 game most of the money games Games are JRPGs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even I man, had all them. Man, I had hella games. Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the the library. Like JRPGs of and really had. weird, rare, like yeah, Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon it was. Stadium I thing? think like the last one. It was like one of the most expensive games. It's like FIFA 14 because it was like the last PS2 printed FIFA game or something what about, like that. Isn't that like Pokemon? Uh, what was that? Bro, Pokemon picture what? joint that Pokemon, Pokemon Snap. Snap. Yeah, isn't that joint going for a lot of money? I mean, a lot of N64 games go for a lot of money because of the nostalgia boom. You right. know, like you know how much it costs to get a copy of Super Smash Brothers Melee. Shit, I like still hundred bucks. I still got my copy. Yeah, I still got my copy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> however, however, it's really going down on popularity because Smash players don't get interested in something uh, it, once it's over eighteen years old. Woo! Hot take. Hot take. You didn't hear about that? What? A yeah. bunch of the top players. Oh no! It's not a bunch. Play. It's like a majority yeah. of the they top Smash players are all like sexual pedophiles, like sexual offenders of pedophiles. There was a bunch of them lived in the same house. Apparently. Mm, they lived in the same house. And people are like doing twit longers and everything, and creep it's a giant like. Creep squad. And I'm just literally sitting here like, yeah, I like to play Richter. Go! Mm -mm, mm. At this point, you might not even want to tell people you play Smash, right? It just now it's sounder. No, I mean, it's. <laughs> Alright, so I say this all the time. You know, you both will know what I mean, but the hashtag not all men. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 So every time I see that type of shit, I'm just like, 
Why are you defending yourself unless you have something Open you feel eye. to defend yourself from? Right. Like, I never respond to that type of shit because I'm just like... I just saw a tweet the other day that was like, men who aren't trash don't get offended when women say men are trash. And Bingo! <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, if, you, if the shoe don't fit, then you just look at it and throw it across the room, right? Like, I have two older sisters. And I'm sure you hear that kind of shit all the time. Hey, our sister's dies. Yeah, like, I have two older sisters, and my I was living with my mom since I was, like, yeah, yeah, 10. No, that's so, fair. yeah. You get women's speed. I just was raised to respect women. <laughs> I'm over here. You get women speak. <laughs> yeah, my whole thing with the whole, like, respect. consent and, and stuff like that, just, like, just know what I know and just, just, like, the lifelong learning of just relationships. Like, also if a just, woman wants to do something, she gonna do it. Also, yeah, just finally, like, once you hit that realization that you're like, no, women are also just people. So you, yeah, you right. can put yeah. yourself in their shoes. They're not right. infallible, and they're also not this, like, portrait that we've had painted for us of what they're How would you feel to? getting whistled at going right through a construction yard? Most niggas would probably love that shit because men never receive compliments. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be like, oh, for real, me? I oh, actually, I'm not going to lie. I get hit on by a lot of gay men. I mean, I've gotten really good at the thank you, I'm flattered, but no thank you. Yeah, that's how you got to do it. Keep it pushing. I mean, now, you, and look, there are probably women listening to this podcast going, see, that's what we're talking about. Like, it's uncomfortable. You appreciate it, but it's uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I still somehow find a way to get a free drink out of it. Yeah, no shoulder rubs at work, guys. Like, no. <laughs> I still, I know people. I see it all the time. Hey, I've seen it happen. If you go home to work, you better be six six feet away from whoever you work right. with. Like, yeah. that, boy. <laughs> like, that's the one thing COVID did. Like, sexual assaults must like work workplace sexual assaults had to have gone down because if not, COVID. Unless like, you at home with your sexual assault. And then yeah, yeah, a, that's that's then that's, that's a domestic problem. assault. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's yo. Hey, shout out to everybody that's going through it, man. <laughs> God, I did not mean that was a terrible spot to laugh, yo. Shout, yo, man, it's 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 yeah, yo. Look, hey, get, take look. care of your head. Hey, it could be mental. worse. There could this, literally be on fire. There's there's help out for you. Look, I yeah. That's something that that gets me through the day sometimes. I'm just like, you know what? I could literally be on fire right now. So hey, shout out to Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ramstein, James Hetfield, Michael uh, Evil Knievel, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> just that one guy that got Ramstein banned for ten years. Santa, because you know, at one point in time, Santa has definitely gone down a lich in me. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> Santa definitely. I, uh, no, no, no. So, like, I imagine. Santa, be like, you just Santa got the visual Claus? in my head Santa going down the lit chimney and then Santa him just Claus? popping right back up like Mario <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a heavy cartoonish trail of smoke going behind it <laughs> see his little health bar drop reindeer just see all the rings like, all the rings that's well, awesome sonic shit reindeer looking like well if you could fly this whole time then what the fuck do you need us for <laughs> <laughs> yo Maybe just leaving some fire up his ass. Like, so, um, <laughs> on a on a lighter note, speaking of Smash Brothers, Sephiroth. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I heard Sephiroth was gonna be. His, the, I didn't know the they were the characters. Sephiroth. I mean, didn't Nintendo take over? No, I was gonna say Nintendo didn't take over the whole um, 
Kingdom Hearts franchise. No. Kingdom Hearts is definitely still Square Enix and Disney. And you would have to try to pry it from their cold, dead hands. Who do you think is bigger? Well, I guess Disney is bigger at this point. But Nintendo. I mean, like... Nintendo has a bigger influence in the gaming sphere than Disney directly does. Who do you think has more cultural relevance? Disney or Nintendo? Well, Disney, if you're counting just... Like we said, People Mickey like, Mouse is probably Mickey Mouse is probably one of the three most recognizable people figures. or but, figures on the planet. But Nintendo is the like game console though. Like, I mean, you might have some people who say PlayStation in, in My mom recognizes Mickey Mouse. I guarantee My you. My mom does right not now. recognize Mario. I guarantee Really? Yes. And you gotta realize, like, Disney been in the game since the 1930s, 1940s, and that was a lot. Yes, there was there's that time, character. though, but I'm thinking, yeah, who is more of a recognizable? I guess Mickey Mouse would be more recognizable than Mario, but I feel like Mario... If you're sticking it to just gaming, no, there's, no, like, no one more recognizable than Mario. I don't know. And on that note, we're gonna take a quick break. I've really thought about being I'm six foot five and can reach tall places on my resume <laughs> as a I special mean, skill. Just all you really have to write People take advantage of every single job I've ever worked. Tall white man. <laughs> oh, it's employable. Yeah. Oh, he's tall and he's white? I'll just put my full name, Daniel. <laughs> you, Glennon. <laughs> like, and uh, they'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, I'd like to go by Dan. Walk out of the interview chuckling. <laughs> Short for Dante. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Man. So. I've actually been th thinking about that. I'm like, huh, if I have a son, I could name him Dante and still just call him Dan. And everybody be like, you're a junior? He'll be like, nah, yeah. I'm named after the great poet. Actually, my name's Dante. <laughs> that would make cry. You're right. That's what, that's what I was thinking. So, the FF7 remake. Yes. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Let's go. I started playing this thing again, and like we were saying, the sex factor is, like, cranked <laughs> up to the max. So I started playing this game, and the sex... <laughs> woo! Cyber 20... <laughs> Cyberpunk 70... No, what, like... <laughs> like, I totally I forgot. On Final I totally forgot. Like, they, they, they threw so many innuendos in there, and, like, I... Uh, like, the Cloudbuster sword? Like, you know, like all the times Tep is like, man, I can really go for a shower right now. Sephiroth sword, like Jesus Christ, like could you be signaling any harder? Like, god damn. Big dick energy. <laughs> big sword. Big sword energy. <laughs> man, Final Fantasy VII, um, that was a very unique game. We don't know what direction they're gonna take. Team that Tifa game. or Team Aerith? Mmm. I was Tiffa. I was always yeah. Tiffa. Everybody seems to be yeah. Tiffa, and I was like, all right, I'm all Tiffa until I played the remake, and I'm like, wow, Aerith is like that fun, sarcastic, like... Yeah, but I like that spunky, angry energy. Yeah, no, no, and, like the funny thing is, is Aerith actually shows that spunky energy more than Tiffa does. Yeah. Tiffa's all like understated. Until it's time to fight, right? And everybody, you know, Cloud's got the sword. Square up. <laughs> yeah, Tiffa jumps up, jump out there and is like, like catch these hands, nigga. Like, don't make me put, don't make me make these dogs I was jumpy. thinking Tiffa was gonna be, I was thinking Tiffa was gonna be the, uh, the, the other Final Fantasy character. I did not expect 
Right. Super right. Wolf! Oh my god, Tifa and uh, Super She'd Smash Brothers. She'd be great in Smash Brothers. Exactly, yeah, just putting the paws on people. Come on, Tifa Just throw another Final Fantasy character in there. Fuck yeah. it, they did with Fire Emblem. I'd rather Shit. watch Tifa versus Floyd Mayweather than Logan Paul versus Floyd That'd Mayweather. That'd actually be a pretty good fight. <laughs> Tifa would whoop his ass. <laughs> Tifa would whoop his ass. Yo, I'm just Not like, only does she got video game strength, she got plot armor, dog. <laughs> plot armor does get you out of the way, because she definitely should die in Nibbleheim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's truth. Sephiroth did a number. <laughs> they're, they're really, like, doing a great job, like, like, making the actual plot, like, relevant from the start. Like, and when you first have that hallucination with, Cla with uh, Sephiroth, and I mean, I played this like literally less than 12 hours ago. <laughs> so, like, everything is on fire and your surroundings are like a mix of Midgar and Nibelheim. Until he finally meets Sephiroth, who, I don't know if you know, may or may not be the same Sephiroth from the original Final Fantasy because we think that these are actually two different parallel yeah. universes running. Mm, and Sephiroth is... Yeah, because yeah, he was like... Towards the end of the game, he was just super meta. Like, he just knew yeah. what was about to happen to him. He knew Not everything. only that, remember, Aerith, I think Aerith knows too, because when they go through the portal, which is the port part where they actually and go and, like, fight Sephiroth, and people are like, what's beyond there? And Aerith is like, terrifying, boundless freedom. Because she knows, because she's an ancient, I'm thinking, mm -hmm. she knows what's going on with the planet because it happened in the original timeline. And, she's and Sephiroth cheated. knows because not only is he an agent, but he's the same Sephiroth from the other timeline. Yeah, now so, here's, oh, the, things that, here's the things that really make me think that. So for starters, Aerith knows that if she goes through that portal, she doesn't know if she's gonna die. Right. That's why the whole game, she's like, Cloud, don't fall in love with me. Mm. So she knows she died in the last one but she doesn't know if it's going to play out the same way this time around. And then, at so the very end of the game, remember when, when Sephiroth time. is like, it's seven seconds till the end? Mm. In the original game, from the frame you first see him to the frame where he lands through Aerith is seven seconds. Holy oh, shit! That's <laughs> deep. That's, that's... Okay, yeah, they they definitely they definitely up to some shit. And the crazy yeah. thing, Zach's back. Zach, that was yeah, the craziest right. like, thing. Yeah, Zach's like, back. No, 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 and that was the other thing. Zach lived. Right. Right. That's what. So like he lived. What does that and mean? And if you remember that like potato chip bag that flew through, this is getting like really yeah. like really small. But like the potato chip bag that flew in front of the camera when during the Zach scene was a different dog. That was guiding you through Midgar all the time. Mm. It was like the same hat and everything, but it was a different dog breed. Mm. So I did show that. the timeline shift. Yeah, because Zach was supposed to die. Yeah, exactly, and that's where like that's Cloud the whole point gets, of Cloud. Yeah, Cloud gets his whole personality off of keeping this nigga's memory alive. So yes, what does that mean for Cloud? Now we're talking about Aerith is already having this existential crisis because she's not sure if she's gonna die or not. So now Cloud's got to figure out who the fuck he is. And it's already like think about it. In the original game, he's got his and Zach's memories conflated. Now he's got his Zach's, his other his, yeah. and his other Zach's. Memories 
all conflated. All I know is if he goes down that um the the what is it called the the my the what. The, the, mind, the life stream? The life stream. If he goes through the life stream, yo, that, yo. That's gonna be like, so when I first played that, I'm like, this part's boring as shit. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, this is gonna be like one of the most crazy, interesting parts of the entire Yeah, of the season. entire game. Like, I'm literally, wait, they need to drop Final Fantasy VII 2, like, hopefully before the end of this decade. They got <laughs> oh, no, they got, oh, no, yeah, no. I feel no, like, like they'll come out next year. You know, something Yeah, like I don't think they're going to have more than a three-year gap between each part. No, I yeah. think it'll and I'm anticipating. And I'm anticipating three parts because three discs. It'll right. either come out at the beginning of next year or we'll see it, like, around Christmas time. Right. I'm going to guess, so... the If they're doing elongated storytelling but they don't want to push it to like four i don't think they want to push it to four parts yeah, okay. i feel like if they did the midgar part as one entire part it's gonna be they're the probably top. gonna go through the temple of the ancients for the second part mm. yeah maybe to where Aerith was supposed to die yeah for the second part of course because that would be the perfect cliffhanger right? yeah like yeah, and, and then, then we after don't know that, if she died or not. Like yeah. she falls off a cliff. And hey, because, exactly. So like the Temple of the Ancients and Aerith dying, all of that took place on disc one. Yeah, disc two right. was a lot shorter, and then disc three was literally just the Northern Crater. Yeah, like the meteor is about to hit, hit, and all shit's about to. Blow and they'll up. probably keep it the same way, more than likely. But like you said, with the only difference this time being around is they'll cut it at the cliffhanger where right before Aerith dies and then they wait for the third just to just tie everything up because what's more perfect than a trilogy, right? right? And the way they've set it up is they can totally just continue on the storyline, but then all of these things are just going to, like, slightly change. Now, did you ever get any idea of what those, like, ghost wispy thingies are? Um, that, that gave me Kingdom Hearts vibes. I didn't go front. Mm. So... I've watched a couple YouTube videos on this, clearly. My boy's wicked smart. And, uh, <laughs> those things are is basically theory. supposed to be like <laughs> arbiters of fate to where their job is to make sure that the events of the original game are running concurrent to this game. Right. Barrett fucking died. Barrett wasn't supposed to die. Right. Mm. They brought Barrett back. Mm. Right. That highway was supposed to crush all of them. They would have all died the ghost moved the highway. Yeah. Mm. That However, when they were going against it, the ghosts were trying to stop. I yeah, I mean, so we got some crazy timeline shit going on. There's definitely, I mean, I they're gone now, like, covered, like yeah. the, the way I see it is it's like they made like a pseudo sequel. Right. It's so. like a sequel and a remake all in the same or like a reimagining all in the same. The best part of the Super Smash Brothers trailer I saw though was somebody made a meme right, and it was just we cloud like like straight up like staring at the camera and it was like the best part of the character reveal was cloud's face realizing that he cannot escape this motherfucker in yet <laughs> another video game <laughs> that's hilarious i mean yeah he will never be a memory man that's hilarious actually apparently like somebody showed me like uh, characters that Sephiroth has like canonically fought against, and it's like Mario, um, 
like Mario, the Final Fantasy characters, Donald Duck, and like Ariana Grande. What the fuck? Because apparently Ariana Grande was in a game as a character that for some reason Sephiroth was also playable in. Seven degrees of separation. Like, what the fuck is Seven that? degrees of separation. Separation. <laughs> damn it. And it was right there, and I missed it. Oh, yeah. God damn it. What's a... I got one for you. What's a, like, video game or a sequel that you were excited for that still hasn't come out yet? <laughs> Half-Life 3. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Half-Life. Yeah. Yo, finish the series, Valve. Yo. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I eat it. It's like, oh, well, since you asked, I've been sitting on this. Bruh, one. that's I, a good one. I, I've got every single, every single sequel that I ever mm. wanted or asked for to this point, except for Half Life Three. Mm. I feel that way about Silent Hill, right? Like they released that trailer, that gameplay trailer where you could play through. Yeah, the last Silent Hill game that was supposed to come out. Oh shit! And then the, um, I forget what the director's name is, but he died like halfway through the making. Of the show. Uh, I, well, I legitimately want a Warcraft Four. Like an RTS game. Oh, for real. I would love yeah. to have a Warcraft 4. I don't think they're ever going to do it, though. Yeah, I don't know if they're ever going to make the Silent Hill. And it, if when you see the, like, gameplay trailer, like the trailer for the um, gameplay that came out, like they did, like, a little beta test run or what, it looks fucking beautiful in the way that a horror movie does. You know? It's, like, it's so atmospheric and, and it's just, like, one level, barely even one level that you played, right? But that shit had me shook the entire fucking time you played, and you're just like walking through this hallway, and every time you figure out another part, you start back at the beginning, and it's like you every time you do it, it adds a little piece, and each time it gets creepier and creepier. You're running through, and it just was like, oh, I can't wait for this to come out, and then, bam. <laughs> well, it's not gonna come out because he died. Yo, there's another game. There's another game. So. For that first generation Xbox, there's this one game that I enjoyed so much as a kid. They were gonna wrap this up into a series and everything, but it just lost so much steam. Advent Rising. Do you all? Any of y'all mm, remember that, that game? name sounds I, familiar. The, the name sounds familiar. Like the gameplay and the concepts were dope as hell, but um, I think the game the game flopped because of like I guess engineering design problems. Yeah. But that's probably one of the perfect games that they can bring back, especially. Oh, I Xbox. remember this. Yeah, I remember this joint. Yeah, that game was fire. Um, I'm terrible at first-person shooters. It was yeah. third-person shooters. No, I mean, like, I'm terrible at first-person shooters, but this is a franchise I would want to come back just because it was so much fun. The Time Splitters. Oh, yeah, mm. Time Splitters. Run around as a ninja monkey with the yeah. double machine guns. Yeah, Time Splitters was actually like that, man. That's shooting. Have you seen any, or have you gotten a chance to play Cyberpunk 2077 yet? Nah, I know my girl like was watching the gameplay of it. Um, not yeah. haven't played it. It, the gameplay so far, I feel like this is undercutting it, but it kind of reminds me of Saints Row a little bit. Oh wow! Yeah, it, like just, Saints Row before or after they started becoming a meme? After. Like okay. the the custom, the level of like customization. Like Saints Row three and four, they leaned into it. And they're like, we're just gonna be the trollsy GTA. Yeah, I mean, it kind of feels a bit trollsy, like, but it's almost like if, um, not it's not Half Life. What's the other one? Um, Borderlands. No. Fallout. No. The one that everybody, the one that just came Dead out. Dead Space. No, the one that just came out that everybody was complaining about the ending to. Um, um, Left Last of Us? No, I think it is Dead Space. 
That's totally not Dead Space. Anyway, Last of Us won Game of the Year. Uh, the second Last of Us won Game of the Year this year. Over Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. That's why. I oh, right. That Dude, was I- why Final Fantasy VII Remake was trending. Because everybody was fucking livid that yeah. that didn't win. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, yo. And yeah, I, Ghost of Tsushima was a good game, but yo, Final Fantasy VII was the best remake. The only knock I have on that game... Is the targeting system sucks? Not that, and the fact that it's like, it feels like... The game doesn't feel like it's open world, like, you feel <clears> me? Yeah. Like, I couldn't go back to certain... Like, I have to go I mean, it's, it is Midgar, though. Yeah, it's Midgar. Midgar was always, always kind of directed. I think that they're going to do a lot of... I mean, we're going to get back. the open world. I want my airship, damn it. Nah. Square Enix. Square Enix. Listen to me right now, man. Oh, you'll get the Final Fantasy VII. Bring back Sid and bring that Sid motherfucker. Sid better airship. swear. Yeah. Sid better it? have a potty mouth. He was like, don't you dare clean this up for these children. Fuck no. That guy had so many symbols in his text box when I read the original version. Right, if you gotta make that thing M, make it M. We don't care. We want the original. We want that airship. We want them chocobos. You're not gonna stop 13 year olds from getting it anyway. And it's not like 13 year olds care about Final Fantasy VII. They were the ones hype over Steve. (laughs) They want a Minecraft update. That's all they worried about, man. But yeah, like I say, remake Avent Children. Um, Can we get Half Life 3 sometime soon, man? Like, I mean. It's like they, yo, I don't care if they remake Half Life, like remake the original Half Life. Yeah, do that too. You know what? I, you know what? <laughs> this is, this is actually what I want. And this is going to be a really out there one. What I want them to make a sequel to is Steel Battalion. Hmm. You remember Steel Battalion? I remember Steel Battalion. I don't think I ever played I think I played the demo. You know about it? Oh, fucking Def Jam. No, the Steel Def Jam Battalion. New York, yo. Steel Battalion was the mech game with a mech console. Oh. That you had to like move, like it was a real mech. Mm. Like you had like a whole console in front of you, and then you had pedals. Where did you play that? It was on an, the original Xbox. Oh wow, mm. yo, I'm like no. It was I'm like still... a $200 game because of the, the console that you had to use, but it was the best mech game. Well, yeah, cause ever you like piloting a mech in like almost VR. Like, oh god, that would probably be great in VR. But no, fuck that. Bring back Def Jam. Yeah, yeah bring back Def Jam, cause yo, like, why haven't we brought back Def Jam, especially with all this whole hip hop? Yo, rap- cause who are you gonna play with, like Post Malone versus Lil Pump? Like, <laughs> Six Nine, man, come on. Yeah, beat <laughs> the shit out of Six Nine. Use MGK and Eminem. Are you kidding me? Six Nine would just call in assists, <laughs> left and right. <laughs> that would be his little special move. He would just call the cop. <laughs> Go! Get the fight Yo, that'd be so funny if they made that and like his special move was like he just made a call and the police just come up and whoop your ass for no reason. Yeah, no, imagine like I'm thinking of him the like snitch me pop like, up and cover the No, he'll, he'll have a stand. He'll have a stand <laughs> of a cop. Yo, oh my god, who else would be in the new Def Jam game? You definitely gotta throw Gucci in there. I mean you gotta have the Eternals like Jay. The Migos, like fucking the Ninja Turtles, right? And you can pick which Migos you're gonna be. You can right. Pick. Each one got their own special move. Downloadable content of Freddy Krueger. As Freddy Grips. No, Freddy Gibbs and Freddy Krueger like costume. Oh, facts. Yeah, yo. And shoot. That and uh, fucking, you remember, um, was it NBA Streets? Oh, yeah. If they can, No, that's what... Alright, so my beef with EA right now is that, yeah, EA got Madden on lock, but... 
Yo, they had, like, they're never, live's trash. Live fucking sucks. Okay. You, we're not going to get another live. Yo, like, another good live. Yeah, we're just no, not. Because 2K, 2K runs their shit, you feel me? It, that's it. That's it, right? But what they you can You want to know why? Because if you say live, I'm not sure what you're talking about. You say 2K, I know exactly what you're talking about. Understandable. Branding matters. Branding does matter, but yeah. what they can do, they have NBA Street, they have NFL Street, they have all these games and all these different alternatives and right. great gameplay engines that they can bring back and use to this day and expound upon them because we have so much newer technology, newer graphics and shit. Bring back NBA Street, EA. Like, I feel like they, live. they tried to do that with like the little park play thing that you can do in in, in 2K now like Spyro so is a trash game and they need to remake Sonic Adventure Battle 2 why would you say something so controversial yet so oh yeah great? I just re-downloaded that on my Xbox <laughs> rolling around at the speed of sand Chow Garden fuck all that Chow Garden mm. yeah no <laughs> yeah facts yeah. facts yeah. the yeah. Chows were the best yeah, I've chewed. I got like three chows in the garden right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> like one's the hero, one's the one's the villain, and, and they all throw hands. Yeah, I'm trying to get them through them little courses and whatnot. So I came up with a couple of title shift. Let's go for it. Let's go. All right. So we gonna surf Michael Jordan and Michael B. Jordan in. Reference to what? So put Michael B. Jordan is now number twenty-three for the Chicago Bulls. Oh, mm. and Michael Jordan is now an actor, and he's now Creed. And so you just want to tank Killmonger. So you just want to tank both people's careers then, because Michael B. Jordan on the Bulls. I mean, I don't. I've never seen Michael B. Jordan play, but he's also maybe Scottie Pippen would be the greatest player of all time. <laughs> I mean, people always compare Michael Jordan to LeBron. Those two didn't play the same position. Yes, they're both wings. Now, a better comparison, I was just saying... Magic. Pippen and LeBron. Yeah. I would say Magic and LeBron. Yeah, you can compare Magic and LeBron technically because they pretty much are both point forwards, but it's like if you want to do the GOAT discussion, you, you can't do Jordan and LeBron. You got to do no. Pippen. Because people sleep on Pippen. Like, Pippen was nice as hell. Top 50 Pippen. greatest players of all time. And the thing is, the, the only two teams he lost to, one... Lost to a loaded Magic against Shaquille O'Neal and Penny Hardaway. Mm. And Before he, knee problems. You're right. Yeah, and then, you know, the Knicks was just on some other shit, like, the other year they lost, too. Yeah. Anytime I play, like, 2K, like, street, I'm not good at 2K, but anytime yeah. you're, I'm playing, like, 2K 3-on-3 with somebody, my first pick's always Penny Hardaway. Right. Penny first pick's always beast. Penny Hardaway. People forget how good Penny Hardaway was. He was Shoes are fire. If he did not get injured, he definitely would have been up there in top five, top ten discussion. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Just like Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose's injuries derailed him, but so did yo, Penny Hardaway. Derek, that, that Derrick Rose shit make me upset to this day, yo, because I really thought the Bulls was going to come back. <laughs> Bro, it was the lockout season, man. Like, yeah, that too. As soon as that lockout happened, they had to make up for all those games, so it was playing five times a week. Yeah, yep, and you, that's, that's an easy way to blow your fucking knees out. The thing, the wild thing... No, I, all right, so what about Michael Jordan as Killmonger? No, Michael no, Jordan no, no, no. is a terrible actor, yo. Hold on, no, 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 but you think, like... Don't say he, that, don't he would, say that, he, would he might walk, go to acting and be really He would wrong. walk into the throne... <laughs> just to prove me wrong. Walk into the throne room, and they'd be like, you're not the king, and he'd just be like... It became personal with me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't be the king? That's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like you can't compare 
LeBron and Michael. Like right? him looking at the tablet, be reading like to Charles the King. Ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, fuck that guy. Yeah, 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 Michael yeah. Jordan want to actually be killed? I mean, to Charles. I mean, I mean, yeah, no. Like something, said, something, killer instinct. He would take the throne to Wakanda. Can we just, not LeBron James? Yeah, just get like, um, like. Put the Jumpman symbol and just put a vibranium spear in there. <laughs> <laughs> Killmonger. Great. Just have uh, just have Killmonger man, not yeah. Jumpman shit. Alright. Uh, do you want a what the fuck one or a kinda cool one? Go for what the fuck. Alright. Mick Jagger and Mick Jenkins. I... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm no. How was that? How would that even work? Like, I can't even hear. God, what would Mick Jagger sound like rapping? Ew. God. Uh, first of all, British rap. I'm. I'm not here for it. I can't. He doesn't even sing in British. Bruh. I mean, Mick Jagger. You put Mick Jagger on a trap beat, man. Like. No, it's not there. Ew. God. No, you put he... Mick Jenkins with the Rolling Stones, though. That's what I'm trying to feel like. Well, I feel like everything would sound like paint it black. Or, yeah, or it would all come out sounding like Radiohead. I mean, I'd be alright with that. Radiohead's not bad. No. No, like, the, the, the point when you know you're growing up is when you start listening to Radiohead. But do we also want Mick Jagger pulling a Post Malone, though? Because I feel like that's what that's gonna sound like. Yeah, it's, it's gonna sound like that, honestly. Like, now, now you got me want to go back to my DJ console and plug around with some shit. Right. <laughs> my man is like, can I make that work? Oh. All right. So, Joan of Arc and Beatrice Kiddo, a.k.a. The Bride from Kill Bill. Oh, she murking everybody. I was going to say, I feel like those are essentially the same movies, though, right? Like, if you take Joan of Arc... And- Joan of Arc is much more like pious and everything. You really think Joan of Arc is gonna go in there and just literally cut off like 50 assassins? Uh, yeah. Isn't that what she nah. did? No. Nah. Michael the Archangel would do it. <laughs> I feel like... She, she definitely... calls her stands out! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I feel like she definitely channeled that Michael the Archangel energy <laughs> when she was taking heads off in France. Right? How quick but... does Beatrice Kiddo get burned at the stake as a witch? As soon as she says, wiggle your big toe. <laughs> <laughs> she's a witch! Burn her! She's paralyzed! And now she's walking again? Alright, so I have one more what the fuck, and I have one more kind of cool one. I'll let Jam choose this time. Alright, let's go kind of cool. David Duchovny mm. and Dante Alighieri mm. from Dante's Inferno fame. And David Duchovny? And David Duchovny. So, Virgil leading David Duchovny through the seven layers of hell. But David Duchovny as David Duchovny from Californication, or David Duchovny as uh, Mulder from X-Files? David Duchovny with both Golden Globe Awards post-sex rehab. I'd watch that movie. I'd watch that movie, too. I'd totally watch that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would say it's more Californication. I I feel like it would be Hank Moody being led through hell. Yeah, absolutely. There was kind of an episode like that. Hmm. Was that in the third season? It was in the season with the rock star, where he's doing the biography of the rock star. I think that was the third season. Yeah. 
damn, that's another show I'd have to watch again. Let's. Oh, did you know they're bringing back True Blood? Speaking. Word. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yep. They said, okay, we don't got Game of Thrones. HBO, what we got? We got we got HBO Max. We need another series. Keep them going. Yo, bring back True Blood. Yo. <laughs> and speaking of that HBO Max, HBO is trying to throw everything at the wall to see what sticks to get that HBO Max off the ground, yo. They HBO at, Max is doing good. No, nah, they looked at the numbers, yo, and it's not pulling in the amount of streamers and subscribers that they were not anything compared That's to. That's because nobody Netflix wants to watch Chappelle show right now. Yo, I, well, I mean, all they had was, and not all they had but Lovecraft Country I mean they have the entire Crunchyroll library on them but actually no did you see that Crunchyroll and Funimation are going to be doing a master deal so now now I wonder if they're going to be pulling all of that Crunchyroll content off of HBO Max but they're also going to drop all the movies that they're putting out next year uh, Warner and HBO just signed that deal together where they're going to drop all the movies on HBO Max, same day they hit theaters. That's gonna be the. Here's my take on that. Um, because actors already took an L. Um, a lot of the producers, a lot of Hollywood took an L off that deal, and oh, yeah. they have to come out of pocket and reimburse all the people because that's what they did with the Wonder Woman 19, um, 1984. Like yeah. they're paying um the director and they're paying Gal Gadot on the back end of what they were supposed to be making from theaters because it's not going to be popular theaters because yeah. of Corona. And but that's gonna be good because I feel like this whole COVID shit. Um, once the vaccine and everything shit gets popping and whatnot, um, by June to July, that's when they gotta start opening up and probably gonna need like some papers or verification that you know you've been vaccinated. So. They'll probably start doing what, like, I think we're so far gone at this point, we really need to take like the South Korea model on because South Korea never really had to, like, they did lock down initially, which is what the fuck we should have done, but. Now, with the second and third waves popping up like they are, they're just more. They're the putting cases more. Are rising up. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they're putting stricter guidelines on the way businesses are allowed to operate. They are strongly enforcing, like, temperature checks and stuff like that. And you can't go into these stores, man, if you're refusing to get your temperature checked and shit. But the problem here is. We can't even get niggas to agree to wear a mask, right? So it's like, how the fuck are these industries that people are clamoring for the reopening of supposed to functionally open back up when we can't even get these guidelines under control? Which right. is why I think HBO and Warner and Disney Plus are making these moves to release this content on streaming versus endangering the economy. That's some deep shit. That was some, like... Like, we're going to do societal good by giving them movies. Keep these motherfuckers in the house, right? It's like when COVID first happened right. and Pornhub was like, Pornhub premium is free right now. <laughs> like, as long as y'all for the next three months, beat your dick and stay inside. Right. So, I have one more title shift. All right. Don't get mad. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Teenage Malcolm X. Oh, God. And grown-up Malcolm in the middle. So you want... Teenage Malcolm X is even Malcolm X. He was a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Then you have Malcolm X as a pimp as Malcolm in the middle. I can't see Frankie Muni as being a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Be like, yeah. Come over, bitch. Make me some money. Right. Hey, guys. No, 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 no. So it's, it's Frankie Muni as, like, Malcolm X. 
No, but Teenage Malcolm X was a pimp. Like, before That's, he went to prison. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> it's teenage. So, like, he'll be hanging out with... <sighs> His friend. No, he'll be hanging out in with the fucking Cranston pushing meth to all these whores. <laughs> Is Malcolm in the Middle a sequel or a prequel to Breaking Bad? I'm gonna say prequel. No, I'm gonna say sequel because he probably like Brian. Like Brian. Christian it's either character. witness protection or yeah. like. Oh, so you think it's witness protection? Yeah, <laughs> definitely witness protection. I, I'm thinking that's him after he snapped, right? Like he snapped living with them motherfuckers and then just ran off and started selling meth and came up with this whole backstory about him being a teacher. He's like, I can't deal with five boys. <laughs> Yo, so, and then they hook up and they start selling meth to these whores and Frankie So while, while, while you cannot imagine it, try the best you can to imagine Frankie Muniz as a pimp. Yeah, just like, I can just see him coming off the screen. Hey man, these streets are crazy, man. I just had this girl just run up on me. She said, oh, I'm short. I had to slap the shit out of her once. I'm like, come on. No, man. can you imagine, like, hey, come on, Malcolm, chill out. He's like, <laughs> you really don't have my money all the way? Turn the camera. I can't believe that she doesn't have my money. <laughs> and it just turns back and Oh god, and now we're making jokes about pimping. <laughs> like he's see, can't rap about being broke no more. The stereotypical the stereotypical jokes that are in the mainstream cause look, don't cancel us. Look guys. Yeah, like, look, 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 we respect dude. sex workers and we respect that side and we I don't respect want no that pimping. That's yeah, 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 yeah. I, I ain't, yeah. yeah no, look, we already talked about it. Don't. I mean, you definitely have to right. keep respect on sex workers. Turn the camera. I really can't believe that they don't respect sex workers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just to remind you guys that none of this is normal. It's a flood. It's bloody. It's bloody. Get away. Dude, it's a higher ground. Who'd be It is time to